I'm EJ Ionelli, and this is From the Studio. And this morning we are joined by a, uh, a very familiar face, and in listener's case, a familiar voice, and that is Suzanne Ostersmith, and she is Chair of Dance and Interdisciplinary Arts at Gonzaga University. So welcome back, Suzanne. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> and you have some really exciting news to share about an upcoming event with Pacific Northwest Ballet, but... I am actually going to divert us off course just a little bit because there's an event coming up this weekend with the theater department or kind of that falls under the theater umbrella. And this is with the Guts Improv Troupe. Can you tell us what's going on here? Guts, GU Theater Sport. And it is, it's an improv group. And it's, you know, if you want a great thing to do on a Saturday night, go check out this uh, student's energy from the theater department. They uh, put on a great improvisational show. And, you know, with improv, sometimes it just knocks your socks off. Sometimes you're like, huh? But regardless, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think they emphasize that it is family-friendly humor, so yes. it's uh, not uh, you know above 18, <laughs> so you can take the family there. And this is something that they do quarterly or seasonally? Yeah, multiple times throughout the year. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and that's at the Magnuson Theater, but then we've got a really big event coming up on the 16th and the 17th, and this is the arrival of the Pacific Northwest Ballet. Yes. And they've even though we as an audience will see this event arriving, they've actually been uh, the artistic director yes. was already here. And so you've already had kind of an appetizer or a warm up for this. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. I've been an, a real fan of Pacific Northwest Ballet and many of our listeners uh, know of this, uh, this amazing company, one of the top in the nation, um, have probably driven to Seattle to see their exquisite, phenomenal ballets, professional ballet. Um, but their uh, current artistic director, Peter Bull, who's been with them multiple decades now, is uh, was here actually just last weekend. It was amazing. He came over and he um, was the, he auditioned uh, dancers from our region for their summer dance intensive. And then he also, uh, at our studios, we provided a master class for pre-professional dancers who wanted to get in front of Peter Bowl. And it was phenomenal. It was um, incredible to hear him talk about it afterwards, kind of the level of talent in our region. And he'll be coming back um, in that way again. And then it was really fun because I got to take him out to dinner and talk all about the performance that's coming that weekend right after Valentine's Day. What a perfect thing to take your Galentine or Valentine to the ballet at Gonzaga Dance. It's very exciting. And Peter's been with the Pacific Northwest Ballet since 2005. Mm -hmm. But you... Mm -hmm have a personal history I that do. dates back a little bit further with the with yes, the PNB. Yes, yes indeed. I actually worked at PNB through the 90s. Um, you know, in my 20s, it was a phenomenal experience working for this professional dance company in Seattle. I uh, worked in both public relations. I would take all the free dance classes I could, I will say. <laughs> but I worked in public relations, and then I had the great privilege of being the founding coordinator of their Dance Chance program. And that's a program where they go out into the uh, local schools to look for raw talent, and then they provide training in ballet um, back at the studios. And there have been students that have gone through that program all the way into the professional company. It's uh, near and dear to my heart because we created a similar program at Gun Zaga back in 06 or so, something like that, called Zag Dance. And so any Zag Dance listeners, we adore you. Um, we have partnerships with five different elementary schools in Spokane, and we bust the kiddos to Gonzaga for a free after-school dance program in which our teachers, our students are learning to teach. So it's a, it's a wonderful kind of legacy from my time at PNB. So th there's something about, I've been at Gonzaga now almost a quarter of a century, and now having PNB be presented by Gonzaga Dance, it is so... 
full circle in the most delightful way. And I want to talk about the performance that they're going to be presenting on the mm -hmm. 16th and 17th. But I also want to talk about the maybe the, the history mm -hmm. of the PNB and why this is such a get. I mean, they yeah. have been they have received critical acclaim. Mm -hmm. They've even made it into feature film with a mm -hmm. Maurice Sendak version of The Nutcracker. Yes. So they've they've really conquered all media in yes. some respects. No, this is really a top notch company. I mean, it, it really is. And, and oftentimes people don't realize it because they're here in our neighborhood. Um, and Pacific Northwest Ballet tours for sure. But they've toured to Paris and to New York. The fact that they're coming to Spokane is unbelievable. And it, partly because of my relationship, which is great. Um, but also because, as Peter said, they are the Pacific Northwest Ballet. They are not the Seattle Ballet. And so their board and their dancers were really excited at the thought of performing somewhere else in the Pacific Northwest. And when Peter saw our Performing Arts Center a number of years ago, that's when he said, okay, yeah, let's find a way to make this happen. In fact, I'll tell you at dinner on Saturday night, he made a comment too, because originally they were going to bring 18 dancers. They're bringing 24 or 23. Amazing. And he said that one of his principals came up and said, well, why didn't you select me to go to Spokane? And I love that, that they're like chomping at the bit to come and perform um, at this beautiful venue here in Spokane. Yeah. And some of their principals have trained with some of the most top-notch companies uh, throughout the world. Absolutely. And so this performance that we're going to be able to experience on the 16th and the 17th, now this is, uh, is it, it's mixed repertory mm -hmm. dances. And yes. yeah, can you walk us through what the program will entail? Absolutely. Yeah, it was really fun to kind of create this with Pacific Northwest Ballet and look at what would be the things that would excite our audiences. So absolutely, the music you just heard from Swan Lake, the two swan, black swan and white swan pas de deux will be done. So that's classical, classical ballet and the beautiful tutus and on point with the classical movement. But then and also, they're going to be performing Sweet Fields by Twyla Tharp. And Twyla Tharp is a force in and of its herself. Um, and they won't be in point shoes, but they will be doing more contemporary ballet in these flowing white costumes that connect to the shaker hymns that will be um, the music for that. They're also performing uh, Petite Mort, which is a fantastic ballet. It's about 20 minutes. And it's it's got humor. It's got swords. It's got something for everyone. I'll just say that. It's a Jerry Killian um, ballet that's just really, it's a dancer's dance, an audience favorite. And then also they're doing a Jessica Lang piece, The Calling, which is a shorter ballet, but it's one that you may have seen images of um, that can be performed solo by a man or a woman. And it's this enormous white skirt that covers the stage. And so this movement is just so powerful and makes you wonder, where is this costume? Where is this dancer? Where is the scenic element? It really um, evokes some really really interesting questions. And are we getting, um, from what you just described, it sounds to me like there's going to be quite a, a variety yes. of ballet on offer. So it's not going to be just in a single mold. Absolutely. And you know, this is their first time performing here. We don't have a regular presenter of professional dance here at Gonzaga. I mean, here in Spokane, except now we have Gonzaga Dance and so and the Myrtle Woldson. So when we were thinking about this rep, we know there's a dance audience here, but it hasn't been able to be cultivated quite. And so we weren't sure. And so there is something for everyone, for those who love the classical ballet or are being dragged there by their friend. I think <laughs> even they will enjoy um, the variety and what PNB has to offer.
Yeah, and Twyla herself, uh, she was resident in, I think, 2012 for the Pacific Northwest Ballet. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a connection there as well. And Twyla herself is a choreographer of some renown. Yes. Actually, all of the choreographers um, are of some renown. I mean, Neary Killian, good gracious. Yeah, I mean, all of them. They really are. So the fact that we're getting to see all of those phenomenal choreographers on a top-notch professional company on our stage is, is very exciting for Spokane. And do we have live music with this? So that's a great question. So Pacific Northwest Ballet um, has their own orchestra. Boy, I wish I could have brought them over. But this will be recorded music. But that is a goal. <laughs> the whole reason we're able to have Pacific Northwest Ballet here and at the cost of the ticket prices that are frighteningly low compared to in Seattle are because of an anonymous donor that really made a major gift to make this happen. Our hope is that they fall in love with us as much as we fall in love with them so they can come back. And our dream would be to bring the PNB Orchestra. That would be phenomenal. So this is kind of the start of hopefully a, a long-term uh, relationship that could work that way. Yeah, it does sound like this event is very foundational in many ways and is mm -hmm. the culmination, I mean, with the construction of the Myrtle Wilson a couple mm -hmm. of years ago and, and, and that opening, it created a platform for more possibilities. And now we're starting to see a lot of those things materialize. And Pacific Northwest Ballet is one of those things. It's kind of a, a I don't want to diminish it by calling it a stepping stone, but in some ways it is because mm -hmm. here we have them arriving and then this will then, you know, hopefully bring them back in augmented form and all sorts of things. Absolutely. Maybe a cornerstone. I'm not sure. <laughs> but also by bringing them, it's been beautiful to see the partnerships that we've been able to develop, people's excitement around this. We have a group of dance fans that have been meeting regularly to talk about PNB coming. We also have a partnership with the Museum of Arts and Culture. Carolyn Black there, who also worked at PNB years ago, um, connected. We connected with PNB and we got these um, beautiful photos of the company members in the pinnacle of movement. And those images have been blown up to life size. So you can go to the Mac and you can walk down amongst these professional dancers in these beautiful images. It, it's really quite stunning. So that partnership and, and just the interest and excitement that we are bringing them here is exciting. Our ticket sales, I have to say, I'm really thrilled. <laughs> I'm going really well. So if your audience members want to get tickets, I would really encourage you to get them now. I think we're actually 75% sold for both shows, Friday and Saturday, which to me says, yes, we do have a dance audience here in, in this region. Um, it just hasn't been cultivated, but people want to see dance. So if you have any interest, get your tickets. <laughs> I'm very curious about this exhibition that you just oh. mentioned, because I hadn't heard about it before mm. until you mentioned it just now. How did this partnership with the MAC come about? And um, how long is this exhibition taking place? So, you know, mm. do folks have until March or later uh, to good see question. it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Carolyn Black and I met a number of years ago when um, she came back to Spokane, and we found out that we had this similar love of PNB. So this has kind of been our thing that we wanted to do forever. And her um, at the MAC, she uh, helped coordinate this exhibition, as well as two talks that I've given there this uh, year. Two weekends ago, I gave a presentation at the MAC about Pacific Northwest Ballet. And then the exhibit is just outside that auditorium. It will be um, there, I know, until PNB is here. I'm not sure how much longer. But I know that they're kind of transitioning into their next big, beautiful exhibit. So it is a great time to go and, and walk that hall and stand amongst these elite dancers. Yeah, they have a Harold Belace exhibit opening this weekend, a yes. very, very uh, significant exhibition. <sighs> and so, yeah, there may be some overlap between the two. So mm -hmm. you can hit both. Absolutely. And then 
Not only are you bringing in Pacific Northwest Ballet, but then just a few days ahead of that, Mm -hmm. you've got the Celebrate Everybody Screen Dance Film Festival. You bet. So this time of year, right around Valentine's Day, we have Celebrate Everybody Week. And so it's it's concluding with PNB at the end of it. But during the week, we'll be visiting classrooms and doing various things. And this uh, film festival is open to the public. And it will be a film festival that um, actually is on the film freeway. We receive applications to present Um, Our director, Carla Parbin, has done a phenomenal job kind of cultivating this festival, and then she'll have adjudicators there. So the audience gets to go and watch these films, and they're screen dances. So that means that they're not just an archival video of a live performance. It's a film created almost with the camera being choreographer and with a different eye. So audiences get to see these beautiful works and then hear from professionals afterwards about what they saw um, in the work and what drew them and, you know, what were their reflections. So it's a wonderful free evening of a film and then a discussion about the art form. And so it does sound like it leverages the strengths of film to showcase ballet. Exactly. And not specifically ballet, but truly movement um, and dance in all of its forms. So it does. It leverages the camera. And in fact, you know, oftentimes Carla talks about that it's um, the camera then can be as dancer. So thinking about the frame, thinking about the angles, all those things. There's something really magical about that. And for the people who work in screen dance, it is a, a whole different art form, really. And if I'm not mistaken, these films come from all over the world. So it's not just uh, Gonzaga generated. Correct. It's actually sourced internationally. Absolutely. One of the biggest ways to do that is on the film freeway, which is a whole institution where people can submit and apply for various film festivals. So yes, this is a national, international festival. And then just before we close, I also wanted to look ahead because I think there's been a little news generating. I don't know if we can get into specifics about some events that are going to be coming to the Myrtle Wilson. Absolutely. I'm just so excited. We have our new director um, at the Myrtle Wilson, Stephen Cummins phenomenal. Um, And he brings with him a wealth of experience and then also contacts with agents and with dance companies across the world, really. And so he's become a real advocate. And just recently, we're talking about next season. And he's saying, yes, I think we should bring in three professional dance companies. And I think, really? And then I look at the ticket sales for PNB and I say, yes, yes, we are ready for more professional dance in this region. So can't say who yet, but I can say that we're we're looking at, yeah, creating a full program of three different dance companies spread out through the academic year next year. Yeah. And so as we were just talking, you know, PNB being a, a stepping stone or a cornerstone to more professional dance companies, that sounds like it's already in motion. Absolutely. And, you know, truly, when I say that I've been at Gonzaga a quarter of a century and this is full circle, it sounds like something's ending. But good gracious, it's not. (laughs) We are taken off. Well, Suzanne, I want to thank you so much for coming in today and talking us through this. Thank you. It's been a hoot. (laughs) I've been speaking this morning with Suzanne Ostersmith, Chair of Dance and Interdisciplinary Arts at Gonzaga University. And we've been talking about some noteworthy upcoming events for the dance department. Pacific Northwest Ballet comes to GU's Myrtle Woldson Performing Arts Center on Friday, February 16th and Saturday, February 17th. And just ahead of that, Celebrate Everybody Screen Dance Film Festival is at the same venue, and that's on Tuesday, February 13th. And you can get tickets for both events at bit.ly forward slash ticket center dance.